0: You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood Redefined. From Los Angeles, California, streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is Black Hollywood Live. Next, featuring intimate and in-depth interviews with Black Hollywood's next edition of Stars and Influences. Black Hollywood Live. Hollywood Redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live, next. Hey! You know
1: that voice. That's Rick Ross. Foreclosure, right? That's the name of the song? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's me, Megan Thomas, at McScoop on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Periscope. And I I was going to be like, who's this You know, because you're so beautiful. We do this so much. We We do this so much. How are you,
2: pretty girl? Hello, I'm Courtney Tesno. Keep in touch with me at Tesnos on Twitter and Instagram. And use that hashtag BHL next throughout our show. And you are
1: watching Black Collier Live next. We always talk about who's up and coming, who's hot, who you need to know. Yes. And this week is no different. We got another handsome gentleman over here in the building with us. You've seen him on Sons of Anarchy, and you can catch him now on Hulu's Hot Wives of Las Vegas. Yes. Give it up for LaMonica Garrett.
3: Ooh, ooh, yes!
1: LaMonica's in the house.
3: Good lighting in here. Good lighting. That's, the <laughs> is with the, that's all that's happening. Yeah. Selfie
1: light. Yeah, yeah. That right. selfie we light. Won't judge you. When Take you guys
3: some... were out doing your stuff, I was in here adjusting my selfie lights. <laughs> yeah, we're good now.
1: It's, it looks good on you.
3: Yeah, it thank does. You. I appreciate
1: Yes, it. yes, yes. So let's talk about. Uh, um, a couple of, of well, actually, I want to do an icebreaker with you because I heard that you are a big comic book fan.
3: Yeah.
1: So wait, so wait, tell me about this. So, co- so every Wednesday is like New Comic Book Day or something. Okay. No, yeah. so it? I mean, I don't, I don't know the whole comic book genre. Like, what's your favorite DC, Marvel? Like, DC. What? DC? I'm more
3: DC. I'm more Green Lantern, John Stewart, okay, uh, Kyle Rayner, Guy Gardner. Yeah. You know I don't
1: know any. of it. <laughs> <I
3: mean. laughs> yeah, I grew up in the DC world. But Our I, producer I, I like Alexis knows. Universes. Okay. I like both universes.
1: Okay, so we're going to do a little trivia for you. Oh, All right, let's wow. go. Let's see how okay. good your uh, comic book stuff is. Well, some of these are easy, I think. Okay, which hero sometimes goes by the nickname Scarlet Speedster? Is it Superman, The Flash, or Red Tornado? Red Tornado. Nah, it's The Flash. Flash, Scarlet Speedster?
3: Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. okay, Okay. so
1: who has a butler by the name of
2: Edwin Jarvis? Is it Batman, Green Arrow, or Iron Man? Iron w- yeah!
1: Do you know that. Yeah. That took me a second. I didn't realize Jarvis's name was Edwin Jarvis. Yeah. So I
3: thought it was just Jarvis. Yeah. I
1: know, right? Okay. Okay. Who killed Charles Xavier in Avengers versus X Men? Was it Magneto, Cyclops, or Legion?
3: Hmm. I might have to say Magneto. No, it's
1: Cyclops. No. Cyclops. C- yeah. Cyclops. Girl. Avengers versus X Men
3: in that one. Huh. Okay.
1: Okay. Yeah. This one you're gonna get.
2: Okay. Over which eye does Nick Fury wear his patch? Left or right? Right. No! It's
1: Who, It's the, the camera. Because <laughs> when you're staring it's at it. The it's the mirror. That's what's going on. We'll give you that one. We'll give, okay. you, one. We'll give you that one. We'll give you that We Yeah, Nick, you're. Okay, know. we'll give it, you that. These are, that. are tough. <laughs> Which villain possessed the Infinity Gems, Galactus or
3: Thanos? The Infinity, it's Thanos. Yeah! Yeah. Wow, how do you know that? Well, it's some of these are like just common knowledge, and some of them, like, Scarlet, uh, I'm okay.
2: I know, well, see, all of these are hard for me, all right. They definitely are, <laughs> okay. So, uh, with, what does the DC, wait, hold on, what does the DC and DC Comics stand for? Is it Dangerous Comics or Detective Comics?
3: Detective Comics.
2: Yeah! You got it, yeah. you got it. I didn't know that
3: at all. I better get that one.
2: Yeah. <laughs> You so you got <laughs> you got three out of the six, right? I like
3: your questions. You <laughs> have the wrong ones, yeah. We got to stick over here on that. I right.
1: know. Well, let's talk about what's up in casting yes. news. Let's talk about, okay, so did you guys hear about Idris Elba being called too street to play James Bond? Yeah.
2: Yeah. He yeah. had a
1: really, really classy response for Anthony Horowitz, who is uh, who wrote the new James Bond novel. Uh, Anthony said that he felt that Idris was a little too street because he's played roles like Luther um, on the show... For he played John Luther on the show Luther, which is a British show, and he just said he's too street to be the next James Bond. But to me, I'm like, he's an
3: actor. Like, yeah, yeah. Just can't act. he played Mandela. Yes, then, he can adapt. Yeah, and then Mandela's not street, so right, he right, can right. figure it out. And <laughs> he
1: gave he gave a really good response. Um, this was this is what uh, Idris Elba posted on his Instagram. He said, "Always keep smiling. It takes no energy and never hurts. Learn that from the streets. Ah, got it. You do it, Idris. I love. That. I would love
2: to see him as James Bond. I would too." Yeah. This
1: picture is so dapper. I know. It's James Bond right there. It really
2: is. And
3: the James Bonds, like, they started out real, like, you know, shaken, not stirred, real, you know, just real crisp and clean. And Daniel Craig kind of dirtied it up a little right, bit. Right. I mean, yeah. he was getting beat up. Why not have the next step be a more edgy James Bond? It right. doesn't have to be street to be edgy. Right. You know what I mean?
1: Has it ever happened to you that someone ever said, like, oh, you're a little too.
3: Well, no. You know what I get black? all the time is I want to go for the edgier roles mm-hmm. and they look at me like you're the you're the lawyer. You're, you're clean like, yeah, the clean cut one. No I'm not. I'm not. I don't like Give putting suits cheese. on. i want to be a drug dealer. Yeah, they so what- dirty it up a little bit. They see me as the love interest the lawyer the detective the that's what I get. <laughs> right right right. So, yeah, you got to get
1: that scruff I mean, out yeah, to I get, the- get the
3: scruff <laughs> going and keep it going. Maybe
1: that's what it is. We uh, Well hopefully we can see you in the new straight out of Compton sequel. Some of the cast is set and this this, this keeps coming up because this movie has been in the news. It keeps continuing to be in the news. Yes. So, uh, we just found out that there's a few people that have been cast to play. One is Azad Arnott, who will play Daz Dillinger, who's actually one of the executive producers of this. And he's the guy in the front with the blue... With the, the plaid blue, shirt yeah, on. Yeah, with the plaid shirt. Yeah. And that's actually Daz Dillinger's son. So, his son is awesome. like... I feel like everybody's son. That's like the hood thing now. Your son will play you in the biopic. Yeah.
3: right. it all
1: in the business. Everybody got it on their keep. And yeah. then also, um, uh... Oh, the other big thing is that Dr. Dre's son will be playing him in this biopic. For sure,
2: yes. I'm excited Curtis, about that yeah. one. Curtis but mm. the last person that played Dr. Dre in Straight Outta Compton was phenomenal. Yes. Yes. That yeah, That whole cast was, they was fantastic. They were great. Yeah, yes. Right,
3: right. They didn't skip a beat.
1: No, they didn't. So that will be interesting to see how this one goes. Yes. Well, they
3: set the bar pretty high, yes, so did. you know how that goes. Do
1: you guys think that Unless these guys deliver- look like who they're supposed to be? Obviously, to the right or to the left side.
3: Right side, I guess He's playing right. Daz?
1: Yeah, he's playing Daz. He looks like more corrupt to me. Right? No, corrupt is over here on the left. Right yeah? Um, yeah. I can
3: see that too. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I can see that. And then behind him, of course, that's Dr. Dre. I lo- that's yeah, that time. one is, that one I see. You see Suge Knight? You see guess. Tupac? Yes. Yeah,
2: sure. <laughs> we, we can see Bandana.
3: Yeah, that's like Tupac. but
2: you know what? I love the last Pac. The look, look wise, he right, really nailed right, it. Right,
3: right, I know a couple of dudes that really look like Pac. Oh mm-hmm. man, yeah. See, he looks yeah, like yeah, Pac. Yeah, yeah. Right there. That's a great
1: one. That's a great
2: one. Yeah, yeah.
3: that's Daz. He
1: might be a little too tall to be Pac,
3: though. Daz Dillinger. Right, right.
1: So I'm interested to see how this goes. Uh, it's it's set to tape, but right now these guys were in the studio with Daz Dillinger to kind of just get their rapport together, and I think they were getting a feel for the vibe when um, Tupac uh Daz and Sug were in the studio to make ambitions as a writer and I ain't mad at you and Dun, they did those in twenty
3: four hours. Yeah. <laughs> so they
1: were recreating that I was like, that's dope. I was
3: about to say that's what awesome. what what's the uh the time frame they're going from?
1: I guess around
3: around that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was a great time in hip hop. Oh right. yeah. Man, that was a good time in rap. What's your favorite
1: Tupac song?
3: Pain. Uh, So Many Tears I love that one Uh, It Ain't Easy Like I Mm -hmm. got You know The All Eyes On Me Was off the chain But like Me Against The World That whole album Was phenomenal Him on the Juice soundtrack Right The Rim soundtrack The Pain Mm -hmm. And back in the day Like that Pain came When you can only buy the cassette (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't on the CD They wanted you to buy the tape Right Right. I'm getting the tape Pain's on on the tape I gotta get the tape
1: Oh, yes. Oh, Tupac. Love it. Definitely.
2: Okay, so while we're talking about music, let's head over and talk about some fresh beats. Now, this one is nothing like Straight Outta Compton. It's actually a new (laughs) Selena Gomez song and it's called Same O' Love. But before we listen to that song, let's take a look at this photo that she posted. She actually is posing nude for her new album called Revival and we're definitely seeing a more racy side of her. So, we'll give them a second to pull that one up. Selena, huh? Selena Selena. Gomez, yeah. So, she Mm -hmm. stripped down and she was saying she was kind of giving like a mod feel, like a, she wants to go back to like the 70s or like I think the 60s feel, but I okay. like it. And recently, in an it's interview, tasteful. she yeah, it really is. So, we're gonna go ahead and listen to her song called Same Old Love. Let's see what we think about it.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Naked. I know. <laughs> like it's so hard. She, to see. It's hard to really break that mold. Yeah. yeah, it really
2: is. I but. think a
3: lot of people in that world do. You know, they feel like people see him in that image, mm-hmm. so they go the Milo Cyrus route. So oh, I yes. got to do anything for shock value to right. get get you away from thinking that mm-hmm. young Hannah Montana right, right on stage naked.
1: Right, <laughs> right.
2: She's, right. <laughs> right. No, no, she's no another level. She's yeah, another she, level. Selena's kind of like gradually giving it to us which I appreciate because it takes a minute when you're going through that coming of age phase. So I'm happy to see she's doing it. She just now called out all the haters who are body shaming her with this one. So I'm just like she's being really grown. We'll let her evolve and hopefully that album will be a good one revival. Definitely. Okay, so let's talk about some fashion. Are you in fashion at all?
3: Mm. (laughs) No. T-shirt, jeans, <laughs> That's fashionable. Well, well yeah. You know, <laughs> right. James Dean, I guess. The James <laughs> Dean it's category. your
2: personal style, right? Yeah, okay, it. so the reason we're talking about it is because obviously right now it's New York Fashion Week. So, like, there's so many new trends coming out mm-hmm. on the runway. And today they actually announced that H&M is partnering with Balmain. Uh, you know the brand that, like, a lot of the celebs are uh, right. rocking. It's really, really expensive. So now they're going to be at H&M with their brands. And here's a few I want you to check out for men's style. So, that one is like $100 for this coat.
1: Would you wear that? No. But <laughs> <laughs> like not my style.
0: Would
2: you wear
1: that? No. You can't. You got to get something to tend- Would you wear that? The pants.
2: I
3: can't breathe in them. I, I'm so excited. What wear those right now? I only got a zipper to relieve some of the tension. The you bottom. know, I got and, big legs. That's how it
2: works. And work. the knee area. you. I think it's edgy. Those I like. I'm not mad at them. This one reminds me of it's MJ thrilling. Thriller. Would yeah. you wear this? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, it's too hot in LA to wear most it's of these things. It's way too hot. i <laughs> right, right. it feels like Now, right this now. one kind of shocked me. This one is something I would see us wear, like a, more of a jumpsuit. But would a guy wear this? Would you ever wear rock something like that?
3: Time and okay. the place. Okay, right, right. I can't see it. Go kart, k- go karting. Hey,
2: you be super fly in <laughs> you know? this two hundred dollar go karting right. Right outfit. Right. And then there's some shoes that they're like going to be selling. You like those? Yeah, I like those. Okay. okay. Well, H&M, they're going to be having those out soon. It ranges from like 100 to $200, which is a little on the higher end, but they're partnering with a really big designer. So, yeah. I think yeah, his name yeah. is um, Oliver Rose yeah, Yeah. Get Yeah. Yes. Get it. Yeah.
1: yes. <laughs> What's your football season looking like? Who's going to win this season?
3: Uh, you know what? I think... I think the Packers might make some noise. Jordy Nelson got hurt, but okay. uh, you know you got Aaron Rodgers. I think the Seahawks are going to take a step back. Okay, the uh, Cam Chancellor, that whole holdout right now—that's that's not looking good for him. Uh, if I had to call a Super Bowl, I would think the Patriots are probably going to be back. It's hard, to, it's hard to bet against them. I mean, Brady, you Ooh. see you last night. They killed Right, it. right,
1: right.
3: <laughs> And probably the Packers. Probably, yeah, Packers, uh, Patriots.
1: Okay, Packers, Patriots. We'll yeah. see
2: what happens with that. But I like it, to see who, who's on, like, the uprise. I like, I love yeah. the underdog for some reason. I like new
3: teams. Unless yeah. the 49ers ride out of it, I want to see someone new, like, you know, Take make it. some headway. Why headlight.
1: are you a 49ers versus a Raiders fan?
3: I grew up 10 minutes from candlestick.
1: Ah, okay. So, okay. I
3: was named after a Raider. Okay, Which Mm -hmm. is weird, you know, when I see Raider fans, like, LaMonica, Daryl LaMonica, Mad Bomber, I'm like, damn, I'm a 49er fan. But do you
2: feel like you have to live up to that name? It was uh, actually Daryl. Daryl LaMonica, Daryl LaMonica, you feel like you have to live up to that name? Well, when I
3: played football, it was a little, you know, a little bit more pressure on me. I was Uh a quarterback growing up, and then I switched over to defense, so it kind of went away from it, but, Did you ever meet him? I haven't met. I met Joe Montana. He's okay. my favorite Ooh, player. But okay. I never met Daryl and Monica. Be I know. One.
1: You're named after Why? So who named you? Your dad or your mom?
3: After? They said both. They just love mm, the really? name. Yeah, yeah. they love the do. name. So, I mean, it got me, you know, some fights toughened me up when I was little. Back <laughs> so. Backed me into a couple corners. But, it, you know, it toughened me up. When I got older, I learned to appreciate it and embrace yeah. it. And it is what it is. Right. I mean,
1: that's a football legend. That's an honor.
3: Yeah. So. Right, right, right. Yeah.
1: Let, let us know what you guys think about football you can go to DraftKings.com because they crown more millionaires than any other one-week fantasy football sports site anywhere. Mm -hmm. So uh, last season I think there were 10... $10 million in prizes up for grabs, including $2 million for the first prize and $1 million for the second prize. I'll take either one of those. So if you guys want to check that out, go to DraftKings.com. This isn't fantasy as usual. Welcome to the big time. So make sure you go to DraftKings.com and you can use our promo code, which is BLACK. You can play for a free shot at the $2 million prize in the one week millionaire maker. Again, that is the code BLACK. Use that code. Use the code for free entry now at DraftKings.com. That's DraftKings.com. Make sure you guys go. Are you
3: going to go? I'm going to go. Okay. okay. I'm going to use the code too. <laughs> you better use it. it. That that better use you better use it. You better use it. That means you better give us code. a cut of this $2 million right. that you win, LaMonica. Or what about the money? If I lose the money, y'all going to give me a cut? What I, you know I know like? Is it's one-way street. It's one-way uh, we
1: street, okay. <laughs> Well, let's talk about you. Let's mm-hmm. get into some of your business. I know, you you know, as we're talking, you're a San Francisco 49ers fan. So you were born in San Fran, right? Yeah. You were yeah. raised in the Bay. What was that like
3: growing up there? It was great. It was uh, a lot of overcast, you know, a, uh-huh. lot, of, a lot of fog. Uh, I grew up in a neighborhood where, first of all, my family's all from Mississippi, Ah, uh, okay. So Jackson, you know, my parents were oh, born Jackson. and raised in Jackson, Mississippi. You know, back when Martin Luther King was marching through, it was mm-hmm, like man. it was a that time back in the '60s, the '50s. Uh, it was it was different.
2: Yeah, yeah. They
3: didn't want me and my brother and my sister growing up in that, so they moved to Chicago. My oh, brother was born they left Chicago and moved to San Francisco and that's where me and my sister were born right they just didn't want us to be a lot of of people from uh, Mississippi went to Chicago because that's where the work was like around that time oh yeah and they just wanted to get far away from everything they you know grew up in and were subjected to yeah Yeah. so San Francisco all my neighbors were different ethnicities Uh like every house it was was Tongan Filipino white black Latin Indian whatever it was so that's what I grew up around and um I went away to college, and I, it was a predominantly black college, mm-hmm. so that was new for me. And I wanted to, you know, experience I, wa- I wanted to experience that, to right. be around right. my people, <laughs> and it was, it was, it was, it was great. And I learned a lot from it. Yeah, it, it was. I don't know. It was a shock because every summer we went back to Mississippi. for oh, like, That's oh, what I, I want to know. Yeah. How were summers in Mississippi? It What's was your different. Feeling? That's what the culture shock was. Mm-hmm. That's where the you see the segregation and right. you see how you know it's just the way of life there. It wasn't mm-hmm. like we're doing this because we don't like them. They just weren't familiar. That was their box and that's what they lived in. Mm-hmm. You can go 12 blocks. Like, I can go a whole week without seeing a white person, you know, growing up in Mississippi. And I mm-hmm. was like, wow. This right. is strange. That's different. Yeah. In the
1: country. Yeah,
3: it was country.
1: Th- what did your, your country cousin
3: say about you? They call me Hollywood. <laughs>
1: <laughs> God, God, oh, they spoke it into existence. Yeah, God, hey, we, no we, family. We're going
3: to move to L.A., man. We want to get into that acting game. Come on, about a year? Think it take about a, like, it's going to take longer than that, Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's going to take longer than that. But, right. it, you know, they call me Hollywood and whatever. It's it all what perception. It right. yeah. It's
1: all perception. Speaking stuff in, into existence, you better take that. Yeah, Definitely well, wait, wait, minute. So you're, you're in San Fran. Were you there around the time the whole uh, Black Panther stuff was going on in Oakland?
3: No, that was before my time. Okay. That was like early seventies. Was it? Oh. Okay. I wanna say that was like early I was you know, I ain't doing my age. I ain't gonna be <laughs> you just were <run> around. <laughs> around. I wouldn't around. Was it
1: was there still some feel of that when in your city or was it really more like, okay, that was before us and
3: we don't really do There were areas okay. like when we first uh like this is before I could remember, but like my first year or two was in Hunters Point in the Bay. Okay. And that was a predominantly black area. And that, there was a feel of that around there. My parents kind of saw that going on, so they moved us to the south side, mm-hmm. South San Francisco. You have some good parents. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, they sacrificed so much for me, my brother, and my sister, so we wouldn't, you know, we have it better than they did. Right. And that's why you, you look at life now and you look at how you approach life. They did too much for us to be out in the clubs and wilding out and just not, you know, being able to give back and do mm-hmm. the things that they wanted us to do. But that's a whole other story or whatever. But yeah,
1: <laughs> I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I'm right.
3: appreciative. Yeah, let's
1: talk about um. So growing up, we heard that you sang, and danced, and did some break dancing.
3: Yes, I was a <laughs> you rapped as well. I rapped, yeah, a little bit. I got <laughs> <Yeah. my rapping laughs> a few little in. bars. I, got, right? I was I was good for a few bars here and there. It's <laughs> okay, let me let me hear something. See, you put me on the spot. We got it. Okay, I don't have any of my this music. Beat. I, got, I know I just love need a little sample. Let's, let's sample someone else. <laughs> <stuff.
2: laughs> okay, let's go. Let's go. We need a, a, beat. Like got up a beat.
1: Lamonica's gonna rap for us.
2: But
3: my favorite rapper, favorite rapper is Redman so what's a Redman man? Red man song? I can look
1: one up, hold on. <laughs> oh Alexis,
2: <laughs> Alexis, I love
3: you. She's so, so awesome. awesome. you trying to okay what, what, corral let's... with Doc and Met the Cow. Bar saloon fight without weapons out. Stretch mark like bellies on Kevin Lyles. One yard to score, only second down. Hoes play wifey, wanna settle down. Trying to lie Cash bitch Better back <laughs> La Marvel. Monica
1: La you Monica On the mic I would've been
3: nice Right
1: <laughs> I would've,
3: <laughs> I would've been nice Right right
1: right yeah, it's
3: not too late It's not too late So then
1: why Why acting out of All of these talents Why'd you choose acting It's
3: mm-hmm. Just being able To tell stories And just move people With storytelling Is just It's, it's the best You could affect people mm-hmm. You know There's stuff that Needs to be said That music You could tell it right. But you know, music for me—I was better rapping other people's songs. Put it that way. Okay. Mm-hmm. But telling a cover story. rapper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Nineties cover, uh, cover rap. I might, that might be something I might want to get into. <laughs> yeah,
1: that might—you might have a career in that.
2: Mm-hmm. But yeah, acting
3: is just—I love. I'm a storyteller, mm-hmm. and that's what it is.
1: Good. And now you went
2: to Central State University. Yeah. What was that like? And would you ever go to another school? How How would it have been different if you went somewhere else?
3: I think Central was good for me at that point in my life. Um... I think about other colleges I could have went to. I had a scholarship to Central and play mm-hmm. football. And when I first got out there, I spent my whole life in the West Coast. Right. So when I got out there, it was summer. We had to be there a month before school started. So it was the it was like the dead of August. High. This is Wilberforce, oh. Ohio. Right? Yeah, Wilberforce. Ohio. Right, right, right. It was high and <laughs> muggy. I'm like, you know, surprise, I get into? Ohio the students even got there. I was like calling my parents, like, all right, now what other scholarship offers do we have? <laughs> is it too late for me to turn this thing around and, right. and go to another school? But I'm like, let me stick it out. Let me, you know, and I'm glad I did. Uh-huh. But I can't. I, I really can't imagine going anywhere else. Hey.
2: Would you ever do anything different at Central? Like your college experience? You think back like, man, I could have did this. Or, man, I could have um, not did that.
3: I got no regrets about Central. Good. Yeah. Yeah, I got no regrets. My college life was, was fun. Fantastic. I still keep in touch with a lot of those guys. Good. Yeah, good. Uh, football experience was great. Mm-hmm.
1: Let's see
2: your yeah. football
3: tag that I saw. I know, let's this. Right, that. was the whole team went out one year. And let me see, let me see.
2: number nine.
3: Yeah, football number nine. Then, like, shortly after, went out and got. What is this? Panther clawing through the skin.
2: Oh, you were a diehard.
3: Hey, we did, we did. It. I'm not going to be the one saying, I'm not getting the tattoo. <laughs> This the way the train moving? Let's roll. That was right, like right. our fraternity back then. Right, right. Good.
1: Good. So I know you left um college early to pursue your NFL career. Yeah. What made you go the NFL's not for me acting is?
3: Well, I would have stayed another year at Central State and played football, mm-hmm. but they got rid of the football program. Ah, okay. Right? They it was something with the president at the time got caught stealing money, so they had to make like cuts and budgets and oh, the football no. team got dissolved. So it's like damn. Right. But uh you know, I had a good year, and the year before, uh, Hugh Douglas came out. Uh, football player played for the Eagles, and he he was drafted like maybe twelve or thirteen overall. He was defensive rookie of the year, killed it. Like he just Damn. after he left and had a good year. That yet you know his his rookie year. Our pro day, we had Bill Belichick, Marty oh, Schottenheimer. Uh, like we had yeah. half the NFL at the pro day, so I got a good look. Yeah. I got a good look. A lot, you know, a couple guys went, played a little further, but. NFL's rough oh
1: yeah I, I had someone ask me
3: like what's harder acting or the NFL and I was thinking like it's a hard question NFL is like 1% of college you know athletes right. go but you have in acting you have time to get better mm-hmm. like if I'm not good now 5 years from now I'll be better 10 years from now like Morgan Freeman didn't get his first starring role until he was 54 right you there's know, growth
2: in this industry yeah there's
3: growth in the industry the NFL if you don't hit right when you get out right yeah, you might be working at LA Fitness next week. Stop! <laughs> I mean, it, is, Stop. it is what no, it that's is. It. No, I <laughs> it's know, some, I know that that's happened to some, a few. Yeah,
1: players. that's horrible. That, that that's mean, when when
3: yeah. it didn't work out for me, I was at Bally's personal training. <laughs> So I'm speaking from experience. <laughs> right.
2: That's what I wanted to talk This was in L.A. Yeah. Okay, so you moved out here. What were your other side jobs that you had to experience? we all been through it.
3: I've had two jobs uh, in my life. Like, Bally's was one of them. Okay. And that was short-lived. And I worked at FedEx. Okay. So FedEx was like, you know, you see... There's careers at FedEx. Like, them people right. get to FedEx, you know, you got benefits, you got right, health, right. dental, you got all that stuff going on. They got families. Right. Mm-hmm. And I got there, and I'm like, this is cool for now, but I don't see, like, you know, long term. These guys been around forever, and I see my... Like, this is short-lived for me. Right. Mm-hmm. And, Were you a um, delivery guy? I was delivery dude. Did
2: you mess up on some deliveries? Because I had someone do that to me yesterday. <laughs> no, no.
3: <that laughs> okay. Wasn't, I can't, I can't speak for my you. FedEx brothers, but yeah. <laughs> okay. I was on point 10.30 call time okay, I right. was there. Okay. My, you know my whole route was on um, was on the Warner Brothers lot ah, okay. so Thank I in a truck okay. and I'm rolling around Warner Brothers and it's funny there's um, another host uh, for Black Hollywood Live Diane Valentine Yeah. she was an executive at Warner Brothers back then and I used to deliver packages to her oh, wow. and I used to sit in her office like my whole break and we used <laughs> to chop it up Man. and when she left to pursue her thing and she was like you gotta go pursue your thing and I was like you right you right like you know we pump each other up and 9-11 happened mm-hmm. back then, and they got rid of my route. So they had me at the station, gave me some rubber gloves, and was like, look, we need you to check for anthrax. Oh, I'm yes. like, yeah, that's not... So who do I give my two-week notice to? Is it George in the back? Or <laughs> right, like? right. So that was pretty much it for me after 9-11, and 9-11 a day, it's a trip. Yeah, right. But uh, yeah, yeah, then after that, I just, you know, took a leap of faith, pursued it, and
1: look where it's had you now yeah, and the fact that you and Diane Valentine shout out to her she hosts just staying right here on Black Hollywood Live make mm-hmm. sure you check that out look at you like now full circle you're on Black Hollywood Live today she's got a show on Black Hollywood Live how hilarious that's is that that's so amazing yeah. see so, look at this look at y'all mm-hmm. alright All right, so you starred as Luke Rogers on the game which I saw you and I was like oh he's cute yeah. who is that
0: Okay. Yeah, was, Over
1: there with Lauren London, you you messed her up with yeah. your blue blue. It's okay, you did yeah, a good job.
3: That was a good time. I like Atlanta. Shout yeah, yeah, yeah. Out. What yeah. was it?
1: So what, when you saw yourself on TV, what was what was your first thought? Like the first time you saw yourself on TV? Like, damn,
3: I'm big. I'm big <laughs> du- what? I mean, you, I'm a big dude. And right, Hollywood, right. it's like camera puts that weight on you. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, I'm not as big as I used to be when I played football. I was like two thirty five. You were just cockswallow. you was You're just a like, linebacker, Ram no man. Right? Grand man having back in the day. Like, I was huge and now it's leaned up. I'm still a big dude, mm-hmm. especially in Hollywood terms, but, you know, I embrace it now and, mm-hmm. you know, I was trying to lose all this weight. I'm like, you know what? That's not me. Right. Mm-hmm. I gotta be who I am. If I'm a little bigger, I might not get that job, but whatever. Right. Yeah. All
1: right. How was it like that on that set, though? It was great.
3: Yeah. yeah first day on set, like, my first scene, they shoot out of order, like they block shoot, so they might shoot this episode here and this scene here. Like it's you just gotta keep track. Mm-hmm. Right. And my first scene, first day meeting everybody, I'm pretty much with my drawers on with a towel around. We shot the scene where blue paint oh, to yeah, the door. I'm yeah, like, yo, yeah. what's up, man? You know, like, <laughs> I'm behind her. I'm like, hey, everybody. You know, nice to meet everyone. I'm sitting here butt-ass right. naked. No. Know.
1: We do the That's recap for the game. Next-
3: so we're obsessed like, with yeah, that show. So we, we've seen every episode. Yeah. Yeah, we saw you. Yeah, that was, yeah, good times. Though, <laughs> yeah.
2: Now let's talk about Sons of Our Anarchy because that is a huge so- mm-hmm. show. What is it like to be on such a popular show?
3: That show was amazing. Like, that did wonders for my career just being around those actors and that caliber of of talent it was um that was pretty much the the show that opened a lot of doors for me like those rooms those casting rooms you couldn't really get in before Mm -hmm. you're unknown you don't have a lot of credits i'm pretty much i didn't really get into acting acting until 2009 Mm -hmm. so it was i'm new to the game So when I got Sons, that was like, oh, okay, you know, this guy, Sons of Anarchy. At the time, it was a big show, but I think over the course of season five and six, like, it just got bigger and bigger. Right. You know, and, like, with Netflix around that time, it was getting, Netflix was, like, having more teeth in the game. Where you can go back and catch up to old episodes where back in yeah. the day, if you didn't watch, watch the first ben. two seasons or something, it's like, I'm, I'm out of it. Right. But people were able to catch up on Netflix, so you had a whole new audience coming. Yeah. Right. And it just, you know, just started snowballing. And by the end of the, the seventh season, it was like one of the biggest shows ever on TV. And I didn't realize the magnitude of it until, like, after the fact, when people recognized me and they come up like, that's my favorite show of all time. i like, Word? <laughs> like, yeah it was look
2: a good at that show. that binge watching culture did you yeah. good
3: <laughs> like I look at I look at how what affected me as far as television was The Wire mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. Wire was like one of those like right. whoever was a part of The Wire them dudes was them dudes Like and
1: you still remember all the characters right? yeah. Yeah. Cause I still like ah! Yeah, he was on the wire, no matter right, What right, they do
3: now, right. he was on the wire. Mm-hmm. Right. So, Sons, and you see those guys on Sons now, they're branching off doing all their other stuff. So, mm-hmm. maybe, you know, that show for me and all, all the guys that were on there is like, that was the bond. And now they go out and do big things. And how I look at the wire, you know, actors or people in the future look like, yeah, those are people from Sons. They all right. did Sons together.
1: It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It, it, was,
3: it changed, changed, changed my career.
1: And I know you just starred opposite Craig Robinson in his NBC show, Mr. Robinson. Yeah, that was fun. Do you feel like you're more of a comedic actor or a dramatic
3: actor? I think dramatic. Okay. Yeah, comedic. It's it's fun, the comedy. You show up on set, it's real lighthearted. We're joking around. You know, you do a whole lot of stuff. And um, comedy's fun. It's new to me. Right. Like the last couple of years, I've been doing more comedy stuff. But mm-hmm. dramedy is what, you know, I'm. I gravitate to dramedy a lot more than, than comedies.
2: Okay. Yeah. Is it because of the improv aspect, or you just specifically love drama dramas, a little more? I, the no, story, the, the comedy. You're saying you like uh, like I drama like more than comedy.
3: The storytelling? Like, the mm-hmm. stories that I think need to be told, then dramas, that's where I want to be. That's your element. Yeah, right. yeah that's Got the... It. I want to I move people.
1: Well, Is there a role that you haven't had that you would love to play?
3: There's a lot of roles I'd love to play. Uh... Yeah, I don't even know where to start. Like, a, a born identity would be fun. Okay. Like, you know, Jason Bourne kind of role. I, I see myself as an action guy. Mm-hmm. Like, I look at The Rock at what he's doing. Dwayne Johnson, oh, like, yeah, that right. dude's changing the game. Like, he, you can't pigeonhole him. He might be over here, you know, playing a tooth fairy. Yeah. You know, and then another movie—he's over there, just you know, beating up lions and right. you know whatever it is. Like that's where I want my career to go. Like mm-hmm. you just I might be doing comedy, might be doing drama, might be doing action. Who knows? Right, man, man. right.
2: now, let's talk about your new show, Hot Wives of Las Vegas. Yeah. Tell us about that.
3: Adonis, <laughs> that show was so much fun to work on. Uh-huh. Those guys, that cast. Those, a lot of those guys are the, the UCB mm-hmm. you know the Upright Citizen Brigade. so right, right, right. they're familiar with each other they go from show to show like you might see a lot of shows where oh that's the guy from you know they all keep it tight right. so I'm the new guy mm-hmm. all, everyone knew each other and it's the second season they're like yeah you know like how'd you I'm like oh I worked with Paul me and Paul did a movie together in, uh, in New Orleans in January uh-huh. so I didn't know he was a producer I knew him through his, through his acting like he's great funny comedy you know he's a great guy so he hit me up around around May and was like I got a role for you if you want to take it You're like it's fun I was like, who's a part of it? You know, let me see some some paperwork on it. Like, I saw the cast. I saw Keegan Key. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Are you kidding me? Right. What? I saw Casey Wilson. I saw Timberlake Hill. I'm like, I don't know what my role was going to be, but <laughs> what, sign me up. up. Yes. What time do we got to be there on Monday morning? Right. Yeah, so. <laughs> Love it. And him. they just gave us the freedom to just play and just do so much. Like, it's such it was a, a funny
1: a, show. It's
3: it's hilarious. It's it,
1: hilarious. It's on Hulu, guys. Check that out if you haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I yeah.
3: wasn't familiar with the franchise. The first season, Hot Wives of Orlando. Mm-hmm. So when I got that, I went back and looked. I'm like, why isn't anyone talking about this? Right. This is hilarious, funny comedy. And the second season, I just, I jumped in and there was no out of bounds. Like, if I'm going too big, pull me back. Like, no, you yeah, 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 not too big. Right, right. We're good. No, we love it. Like, yeah. And I was able good. to bring a lot of stuff to it. It was fun.
1: Yeah, that's good. I saw, you know, I saw them do their, I think maybe three years ago, they had their play in L.A. And yeah. was, I think it was the Hot Wives of... They might have done Orange County, and then they split off to do the Orlando and now yeah. the Vegas. So I'm like, where else are they? they're going to do like Montana or something Who knows? like? Oh, <laughs> it's
3: Come <coming right> <laughs> itself. You can end up right. anywhere with that franchise and just create and have fun. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Now you're so busy. What kind of projects do you have upcoming?
3: I uh, finished a movie not long ago, XOXO. Okay, it's a Netflix film mm-hmm. with uh, Sarah Hyland, um, Graham Phillips, Ryan Hansen. Like really good cast. Mm-hmm and it's the world of EDM like the super DJs those Vegas those dudes make money yes, like make Calvin Harris oh, and, and Steve Aoki and all those, I mean, those dudes make real money right, mm. yeah. and like doing the research for the role I was like I I wasn't really familiar with the EDM world mm-hmm. but it's it's big business like oh, it's yeah. huge oh yeah oh yeah it's you always see
1: their faces on posters for like all of the, the yeah, go to Vegas Vegas yeah, Jesus <laughs> palace and
3: dudes get paid like 50 right. grand and a buddy of mine he uh, he runs the uh, the entertainment like lifestyle division of Hard Rock Hotel out in Vegas. Mm-hmm. He says whenever Paulie D DJ's there, they make like two and a half million dollars for the day. Whoa! They're guaranteed when his name comes. This is how much the you know, or maybe even more than that.
1: That's
2: crazy. And that's just
3: one DJ. And that's you know, imagine like Calvin Harris coming to Wet Republic and MGM. Like, what? how much money are y'all making?
1: Man, that's crazy. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Okay. What about some other projects? I know you've got some
3: stuff in the works uh, Yeah, mm-hmm. I did, um, what was it, uh, Daddy's Home with Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell. That'll be out Christmas Day. Okay. Yay. That was fun. Yeah, that was fun. I, I did a, um, a short film. It's a AFI film. It's about a concussed football player trying to adapt to life after football you know he still thinks he's got a shot to make it but no one's really being honest with him Mm -hmm. and the events of a Super Bowl Bowl Sunday it kind of the life you know the tragedy plays out and that'll be out in the film festival circuit next year early next year good yeah. yeah, you're
2: busy. busy.
3: I I wish I was busier, but I oh. always <laughs> wish you were you were busier I guess. Definitely.
2: So how do you keep it balanced? Are you in a relationship?
3: I am in a relationship. You're in a yeah. relationship.
2: So I was gonna ask you how do you design your perfect woman, but what are the three qualities that your girlfriend holds that you love?
3: Right. Great sense of humor. Okay. Great sense of humor, um family oriented. Mm-hmm. Because I could be all over the place. It's a good foundation, like a a rock. Right. You know, to come back to. And business minded, like just she she hustles. So I'm she not, can't
2: be bad with finance. No,
3: Our no, no. checkbook is our checkbook. So we gonna have to, you know. Right, right, right. You yeah,
2: make that happen. Make it <laughs>
3: right. work. Make it work. Now,
1: before we get out of here, where can all of your fans find you on social media?
3: I'm on Twitter, I just joined Instagram because okay. of the movie They said we had to join Instagram. I'm late. I'm like, you're late. Uh, Lamonica Garrett at Instagram and Lamonica Garrett at, at Twitter.
2: Okay, all yeah. around. Yeah. Keep
3: it easy, yes.
2: Have you gone on to Snapchat or Periscope or that's just a little
3: Slow too down. much? <laughs> Oh, It's been a month. Instagram. <laughs> I'm still trying. To, you can't just retweet. with you. you. know people send you pictures on Instagram and they, they post a picture of you in it? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't retweet this. I got to download the video. Oh, there's a new feature. No, repost. there's a new feature. What is that? You can re- I'll have to show you. All right, we'll talk. i have to show you. <laughs> <after this laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. You got to update. Get the new, yeah. new update. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wait. So, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, go no, ahead. My, Before we, got so we get sorry. out of here, There's, you've gone through a lot. Your career has been amazing so far. There's so much more left to do. What advice would you give to people who want to do what you do?
3: Uh, I would mm. say come out here. First thing you do is get in class. That's You got to focus on that craft. Get in class, stay in class, and be prepared for a marathon.
2: And then once they're in it, what, how do you stay grounded in this? What advice I, can you
3: give? Just stay humble. Okay. Stay humble. I go to church every Sunday. I'm in yoga 5 6 days a week. Like I meditate. I I know there's a bigger power that I, you know, that controls everything. I stay grounded and treat people the way you want to be treated and you know, live life, enjoy it. All right. Don't don't get in it for the money. Get in it cuz you love it. Right. Got to be passionate. Yeah. You
1: better yeah. say that, LaMonica. Say it. La- Save it. <laughs> where we
2: you, guys, keep in touch with me at Tesnos on Twitter and Instagram, and if you didn't use it already, use that hashtag BHL next, and let us know what you thought about La Monica. He's yes. great. Yes.
1: You can find me, Megan Thomas, at MegScoop on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Periscope. Hit me up. Let me know what you think. We love you guys. Let us know who you want to see on this show, because there's a ton of people we still have to talk to. Until next week, y'all! Bye! Bye.